Hey guys, it's Tommy here. Welcome to this episode of Tommy G Talks. I talk a lot about mindset in the work that I do and on this podcast. And you know what? Sometimes it takes someone else to interview me for me to really be able to free myself up and share my core beliefs and experiences, moments in my life where I've applied mindset that's got me through um, and, and different ways to look at common stresses and scenarios in our lives, problems, pain points, so in this episode, basically, I've taken some snippets of uh, an interview where I was being interviewed by a guy called Ryan Hartley for his show, Always Better Than Yesterday. Um, and I feel like uh, my answers, you deserve to hear them. As a subscriber of my podcast, I feel like you deserve to hear this content because it's some of my best stuff in, t- in terms of how I, I look at mindset and how I've applied it in my life. I'm probably too humble, to be honest, to share these experiences when it's my podcast or when I'm interviewing someone else. So just by being interviewed, it changes the dynamic. It brings a different style and flavor across. So I've taken uh, the best parts and I've put it together in this short episode. Hope it serves you well. Have an amazing day. Remember to keep doing your thing. And no matter what, you got to back yourself. All right, here it is. Welcome to Tommy G Talks. fearless mm. just fearless partly because i was so naive right because <laughs> i was so young um i had the drive installed into me from a couple of pivotal moments where just being a teenager you just might you know you just go about your everyday life and a couple of like adults said to me like you're gonna go far and it was those like little moments where I thought, what do they mean by that? Mm. Why, why me? Like, what is it about me? And so I did start to get into personal development quite early, which I'm very grateful for. I was around about 17, 18 years old when I first knew of like Tony Robbins and mm. first started to read in, into those kind of topics. And um, I look back now at some of the things I did in my early 20s and it scares the life out of me because I'm like, I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't do it now. I probably have like a little bit more sort of lag in my thinking. Whereas mm-hmm. back then I was like, ah, business rates, that's fine. They'll let us off. Yeah. They don't let you off, by the way. They do <laughs> not let you off. Um, but things like that, you know, I just kind of went for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a sensitivity to time, which I've already kind of um, hinted on. And those of you that have read my book or that will read my book will get you know, the, the full picture of this. But I think in a nutshell, anyone who's ever kind of been exposed to the fragility of life, especially when it's sudden, Mm, mm. has this sudden awakening. It's almost like you get the big contrast of like pain and darkness and loss. And then all of a sudden, once you're able to figure it out in your own time and in your own way, you can see the other side of it, which is this massive opportunity that we've all got. Yeah. So I think part of that as well, because it it kind of some, my my life changed when I was sort of 20 Mm -hmm. and, um, the, the last 10 years have been head down, like, yeah. just go. So with regards to the videos, I'd always done it. Like, my, my, my friends and those, like, if they're watching this, I'm not sure, used to mock me for taking photos of myself mm-hmm. before that was a thing, before it was a name, before it was mm-hmm. a selfie. Mm-hmm. I'd get, like, you know, you'd, you'd have the camera on only on one side, so it would guesswork a lot of the time. Yeah. I'd try and, like, press the button 
Um, and I, I used to do that and I used to video, video myself and stuff. And I'm so grateful I did because I've got like 10 years of it now. Yeah. And that's why the other day when you would have seen that video, I just would have seen it as appropriate to dig it out. Mm. Um, key, key piece of advice, though, that moment 10 years ago filming felt the same as this moment right now. Mm-hmm. So for anyone watching this, film whatever you're doing right now, because in 10 years time, you'll be so grateful that you did so I came back from New Zealand. I knew I wanted to do something uh, as a PT, but I know I didn't want to go and work in a gym. So I started off with a uh, medicine ball and a power bag and a, a new car that I'd bought. Um, well, it wasn't new, but I went and bought it. Uh, it had a big boot and you could put the seats down so you could put lots of more kit in there. And I used to drive around to people's houses to begin with in the gardens and parks. And I did that for about four months, but then it started raining and started getting dark. And then one day as I was training one of my clients in their garden, um, the husband came out and he was like, hey, would you consider like a premises? And I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I'm looking for one. I'd like to do that. It turns out his mum rented this like small office and they didn't need it anymore. It was like its own building um, with a little bit of a driveway and stuff. So I jumped on it, jumped on the chance to, to do it. Again, didn't really know what I was doing, just sort of figured it out as I went along. And um, I guess the biggest challenge back then was like, I had to learn how to do everything mm. in terms of the business. I had to learn how to do the marketing, how to do the financials, how to do the delivery. Cause I was still quite new to the whole yeah. service and then how to sort of forward plan as well. And I think with that, there came like the, the brand learning as a young lad that you, you, your brand, especially if you guys are watching this and you are you know, in a personal brand type business, yeah. everything that you do, is connected to your business. Yeah. You walk down the street. I mean, this is a classic one for people in the fitness industry. If anyone's in the fitness industry, you're going to laugh. You walk down and you're holding, I don't know, it could be something really quite simple, like a milkshake. And someone goes, oh, should you be having that? And it's like mm. the weirdest thing, because, hang on, wait a minute. I, I'm, you know, but you get this big reputation thing. And actually, it was probably a little bit too harsh for me. Like I, mm. I went too far that way. And I started to like, Figure, like I, I was, I was, um, tr- I was trying to be too PC. Maybe that's the wrong mm-hmm. statement, but but doing these things to make sure my reputation was that person all the time. I'm not doing mm. that because people, someone might see me, you know. Mm. So that was a big learning curve. I had to be quite mature quite quickly, being like 20 and in that business responsible uh, situation. My second Super Self Summit, which is my two day event. Uh, that I run it was you know supposed to be the best thing ever because it was the second one and to be fair like practically it was but I felt so like empty and lost afterwards Mm -hmm. and it was because I was slightly off I was trying to be the English Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. like it was part of my motivation I wanted to show everyone I was like yeah I'm going to show you you don't know who I am yet but you wait you're going to be like this this and this and and actually you know it takes a lot to be honest about that and to come out and say that that's what I was Mm. doing and I was doing that and it didn't work uh, out for me but it gave me a lesson and that lesson was that you shouldn't be you shouldn't try and be like a lesser or a different version of someone else Mm. should be the best version of you I know that sounds like a bit of a cliche comment but when you actually feel that those of you out there that have had that like identity shift and you have to really back yourself, which is one of the reasons why I want to go with that title. Um, you, you just understand it so much better. Um, so yeah, I mean, the weird thing is, Ryan, I think I shared this with you. Mm-hmm. 
literally the first speaking event that I did after the Super Self Summit, so about two or three months afterwards, as I was being introduced, the uh, the lady that was introducing me, she actually said, um, he's pretty much an English young Tony Robbins. And I just, I just laughed to myself. Yeah. It was almost like the moment I'd stopped trying to be that, mm. someone said it and it was like mm. this like weird kind of, um, circle of events it felt quite nice actually yeah. but yeah it, it's some I think it's easy how people refer to what they know don't they yeah. um, but you've got to be yourself it's hard because it's a different person altogether mm. and it's a different culture and it's a different time like the, the thing that gets me right because because I being someone who coaches people as well mm-hmm. if your kid's like oh you know I want that and you're like you know that one of your biggest lessons and the reasons why you've got this mindset is because you know that you can't just have things yeah trying to explain that without you know he's a different person and it is quite difficult sometimes i must say classic example these days the kids right if they want a song on if they want a song on the radio yeah they just say i want that song on right Mm. you and i if we wanted to listen to a song we'd have to just turn on the radio maybe flick through a few channels we have to wait like 10 10 songs for it to come on and then if we were lucky we could record it and then maybe Mm. we could play the tape later but like now it's just everything's so quick yeah they want something they can get it pretty much straight away and so it's difficult to try and teach that lesson i think that like parenting is just i mean it's it's like you can't overthink it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. 